All right, welcome to another episode of Beans in the Game. It's your boy Beans. We got Tim here. here. We got uh, Biz here. Yeah, yeah. So let's just get started by um, welcoming Tills back. Uh, the fans want to know where you've oh, been. Right. So just right, just fill right. us in. Where have you been? I have not <laughs> seen you. It's just been working, man. It's just working. Oh, you just been working, huh? Nah, because y'all tried to talk crazy on the last spot. I wasn't there. So talk about all that front. That's what the young boys call it now, working, huh? <laughs> Wait, you said we were talking crazy? Say you were at brunch? You were at brunch. What are you yeah. talking about? That is that what? I didn't think y'all was talking crazy. And we uh, got footage, so there's no need to, like, front. Mad footage. We got footage. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, shout out to school. Shout out to school. He's not here today. He's actually out working, so he'll be back at some point. You know, now, let, let it be know. Let it be know. We've never recorded that early ever. So when you said let's record Sunday, I assumed it's around the same time we usually record, like seven, eight. Yeah, I talk about one well, record at noon and one and shit. Prior to you did say I'm around anytime. Let me know exactly. Yeah, but <laughs> nah, but anytime we never around me that anytime early. I'm around. We've never recorded that early though. Yeah, but you also so said I'm thinking, I'm thinking that time frame that we usually record like somewhere between seven and nine. And why you ain't say yeah, you're around like, between that, seven and nine? I was like, yo, that's how to record for the game. It was like, it was. It was better like noon. Yeah, you know, like y'all trying to record now. And I, I was going to We had the other, uh, the other um, podcast too. We were trying to schedule around them too. But you also did say anytime. Like, oh. I'm ready. All right. All right. Yeah, I got it. I'm glad that we got it. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's just uh, let's jump into some topics. I guess we probably should start with the bad and work our way to the good. Uh, the world is kind of in a little bit of disarray right now. Uh, you've seen Russia invaded Ukraine. Uh, what was it, last night it really started? Uh, so just yeah. general thoughts. Like, when you first heard about it, when you first seen it, just what was your initial thoughts on it? Military draft back. Yeah, I, I hope I not. Yeah, I hope not, bro. They're just going to take me out. <laughs> I got bad knees, so. I got a bad back, shoulder, knees. Ankles, yes. pretty washed up, but yes, I think it was pretty much inevitable. I know Putin was like on the border for a long time, talking about he was just doing like military drills, but everybody knew like it was coming. It just was a matter of when it was going to happen. So yeah, I say uh, definitely prayers to the people over there. Um, my question to y'all: Do y'all feel like America, being like the big brother of a lot of countries? has an obligation to step in because it seems like Biden is just going to let them fight it themselves. They're going to put in little sanctions here and there, try to mess up the economy, but they're not putting any boots on the ground there. So you, do you feel like we're obligated to be a part of those type of things? I mean, I hate we're all together, um, but in the same term, like, I don't feel like we're obligated. Like, I think that's a lot of the backlash that we get from other countries is like, we just feel like we always are in the way, always feel like we got to be you know boast ourselves up like yeah this is this is america like this is what we do we're gonna talk our shit and we're gonna do what we need to do to get handled but a lot of issues don't really got nothing to really do with us 
if we play it back and like really look at like the history. So we just insert ourselves and then that's how we get dragged into shit. And then that's how, you know, shit hits the fan. Like, especially with this Russia and Ukraine, like instantly, initially, like I thought I have a coworker that's from Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, initially I thought about her. Um, Cause we've had conversations like over the years, even prior to all of this, like about, you know, how, how it is over there. This is vastly different. Like they get a lot more, sounds like they get a lot more benefits than we get over here. Um, but she said, as far as like, the she has just been an ongoing thing with Russia and like there's always like little stuff that they've been doing here and there and then I actually texted her earlier today just to check in just you know just thinking about you and stuff like that yeah. she was like this hasn't this hasn't happened in like 80 years like so she you know it's just you know just telling you know thinking about her praying for her family and stuff like that but she was saying like it's a lot of families that are just like stuck in the middle between both it's just nowhere to go it's no nothing to do nothing yeah. to do about it they just got to kind of ride it out and hope for the best, which is just, it's 2022. Like, it's just sad that you, like, we still got to think about hoping for the best and just riding it out and just hoping we get to see the other side of it. But it's just like, it's, it's just all ego and shit and just like. Yeah, I agree with you that we, I agree we do get into a lot of stuff that really don't have anything to do with us. And to a certain extent, this doesn't really either. But I think the only difference here is that like, Ukraine and like the world minus Russia and a few other places, China, because they're whatever, are asking for help. Usually we kind of just step in like Afghanistan. We just decided to step yeah. in. Iraq, we just decided to step in because of all the 9-11 stuff. But I think this situation is just a little different because they're asking for help because Russia is invading and Ukraine can't really defend themselves. I've been watching a little bit. They have been able to fight them off a little bit in certain areas, but Russia is just the army is so much bigger than Ukraine. So. I mean, like, I don't know the technical terms of war, but I know they, they just seized and got control of some nuclear plant or yeah. um, zone. I was, that was supposed to be like a big, um, you know, as far as land or whatever that they, Ukraine was trying to defend and not have them get control over. But they, I saw the last thing I saw, I thought they get, get, they did get control over it. So, mm-hmm. like I said, like, it's, yeah. it's just disgusting. Like, I just, I don't bang with the shit anyway. I just this. <laughs> I feel like it's just unnecessary. Like, like I see, I seen something saying that uh, Ukraine president was saying something about asking civilians to fight. Pretty much saying like, yeah, we got, we got weapons. We just ain't got the people. I saw it. Like, I just right before we got on. Um, two famous boxers from Ukraine, the uh, Klitschko brothers of. Uh, Tyler and I, I think Vladimir, they um they just said that they're gonna go and fight the war. Wow. Yeah. Um, they're that's, gonna insert them and they pretty much like pretty much like same time as you just saying, like, you know, I'm a civilian here, this is my country, like I kinda I wanna fight and defend my country. Yeah. And that's like that's the first time I've heard like shit like that. So <clears throat> for for yeah. them to step in and you know put their I wanna I think they retired, but for whatever, like just to put themselves on the line like that is is big. Yeah, but I, I still think, feel like it's necessary. Yeah, I think in America is also in a, a tough spot because Putin has already said, and you know you can only believe so much. But like, if other nations step in, then it's going to become a bigger thing. He pretty much alluded to like using nuclear weapons and stuff like that. So it's like you go in and help and try to help the Ukrainians, or do you not? And then possibly save way more people by not going into a full-on world war. So, I mean, it's, it's tough decisions that got to be made. 
I'm glad I ain't the one to make those because I don't know what I would do. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're yeah, not. Uh... Go ahead. No, I was saying it's like it's not as simple as it seems. It's like, oh well, just right. don't go and help them because it's not your problem. Because you know they have like alliances with different countries and stuff, and then. Ukraine might have did something for the U.S. back in the day, and it was like, all right, you scratch my back, I scratch yours type of thing. So it's kind of like, not that they have to help them, but it's like, ah, they kind of had, they kind of helped us out here or gave this, or we did this deal with them. So now we got to kind of help them just because we promised to back in the day or whatever. Yeah, I think the biggest thing, and we can move on because I don't want to stay here too long, is that Ukraine is not a part of NATO. So the, U- the United States will pretty much put boots on the ground in any war for anybody that's part of NATO, but Ukraine is not. But the only reason Ukraine is really not is because Russia doesn't want the U.S. that close to Russia. Mm-hmm. So they would they said, basically, if y'all bring Ukraine into NATO, then we'll take that as pretty much an act of war. And eat, so it's going to be war either way. So it's like, right. once again, just tough positions to be in as. Uh, America, we got our own shit to deal with over here. A lot of shit to clean up over here. Like, we don't got the far from what I see, we don't got the resources or the time to be dealing with other people. It's selfish as it sounds, but it's just like we got shit to take take care at home first. Yeah, never understand a lot of situations. Like, take care at home first, and then you try to worry about and try to help. Like, it's it's crazy, though. Yeah, and even with us not being that involved right now, you still see us being affected. Like, I just got an email from my job, like, make sure y'all are on the lookout for, like, the web attacks, like, don't open these emails and all that stuff. So they shut our whole, like, web program down. Like, so in order to see anything in our system, you would have to be at on a job site. I used to be able to look at my phone and see everything that's happening. They shut that all down so they could get, like, the two-step authentication now. So it's affecting us even though we're not really even in it yet. But uh, speaking of stuff that's going on here, like you mentioned, um, I think the other day we got the verdict in the case of, what was the officer's name? Um, Kim Potter, she she got sentenced to two years for killing um, Dante Wright. She thought she had the taser, but she had the gun. She ended up killing him. So thoughts on that that verdict? Well, I got to refresh my memory. What was she actually charged with? Was it murder? Or like manslaughter, secondary manslaughter, I think. Standard uh seven years she could have got for manslaughter, yeah. Gotcha. Was it second degree? Uh I just see two counts of manslaughter. Uh she acted recklessly, blah blah blah. Yeah, I don't see what degree it is in here. But she got two years, which was way less than what she could have got. So um that's what it said at the beginning i didn't get into the whole article but i know it could have been at least seven maybe more depending on the amount of the years per count i don't know what the years per count could have been um but i actually told that someone who was in that world we start to kind of see a number of situations where police have said they thought they were grabbing their taser but they ended up grabbing their gun so do you got when you were there did you guys like trained to make sure that you're grabbing the right things because that seems like it's coming really common now so it it depends on your department for me i know with my taser i i drew it uh by off dominant hand so 
So I was only drawing like my firearm with my right hand and I fired my taser with my left. So it was no confusion. That was how I trained. But some people cross carried it. So their taser was on the opposite side of their body. So it was on the left side of their body, but then they would draw it with their right hand. So it all depends on how you train your department and how they regulate it, how your taser was on your like duty belt or whatever. Some Wait, people carry it on the same side. For clarity, you said you would grab it with your offhand, but you're saying you also kept it on the side of your offhand. Yeah, so so say my my gun is on my right hip yeah. and I draw with my right. Me personally, the way I train with my taser, my taser was holstered on my left side and I I drew it and I fired it with my left hand. So it would keep the separation of mistakenly, oh, I grabbed my taser instead of my gun or vice versa. Right. That, that was like that was the personally for me and how I train with it. But some people train differently, carry it different ways, and yeah. So, given that, regardless of where you have it, I know it's easier to make the mistake if they're both on the same side. But in the heat of the moment with so much going on, is that, I don't want to say an easy mistake, but is that a kind of an easy mistake to make with so much happening that quick? Me? For me, no. I, I, for, I So my taser was bright yellow. So it was very clear that it was a taser. Some departments carry tasers that are black, just like most handguns. Yeah, that's dumb. But still, like, I don't know. For, for me, as for me personally, that'd be a very, very tough mistake for me to make. Like I, I can't imagine making that mistake. Granted, I've I've never really been in that very specific situation where I was thinking, okay, let me draw my firearm or my taser and mistakenly grab one for the other. I I can't ever remember being in that situation where like, oh shit, I grabbed the wrong one. Yeah. So for me personally, I think I'd be very, very, very hard to make that that mistake. Now I'm gonna ask too, is it a weight difference too between Yeah, it's night and day. Yeah, so so given that in recent months and over the past year, we've got some pretty positive verdicts, whether it be in the George well, I don't want to say George Ford's case, but the case where he was killed, the case where Ahmad Arbery was killed, we got something that looked like justice. Now we get this again. So do you I feel like that's kind of a setback to the progress that has been made? of people actually getting the justice they deserve. I mean, true justice is not seeing anybody lose life over something like that anyway, but to get something for what had happened, I mean, in that sense of what you're saying, I guess it is a step back. Um, mm. I see it as a step back. Because um, you read, I think what I was just reading too, she was, she was, after the incident happened, she was charged with second degree manslaughter. Um, mm-hmm. But you just, like like I said, true justice, you don't want anybody to lose life over. You want everybody to go home and see what it is. But, you know, it, it don't feel like it's enough, you know. Like we mm-hmm. lost another young black man to something that he didn't need to lose his life over. Right. And was put in a position where he felt like he was to take matters in his own hand to try to save his own life because he didn't trust the ones that are in place to try to protect his life. So 
it's shitty and it sucks that we lost another one, but it's like, you know, we got, like I said, we got something, but it's not enough. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I know, Tills, you say that your social media is kind of different than ours. You see a lot of the other side of things. So I don't know if you've been on social media that much lately or seen any of the reaction to that verdict from, you know, people on the other side and have any idea what they're saying, if they think that she got what she deserved or if that was too much, did she not have got anything? Uh, honestly, I didn't see too much reaction um, on like the law enforcement side pretty much. And I think it was because the way the verdict happened, there wasn't much of a reaction. So I can't say I've seen too much of like people talking about it too much on that side of it. Gotcha. So I'm sure if it went the other way, I would have. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, so I was going to say jump into something positive, but this ain't positive either. Um, we are talking a little bit in the group chat about uh, a guy who just continues to end up in conversations on the pod. We are talking about Kanye. And I was saying, I saw something on the internet, well, the internet, that makes me sound mad old, but social media, um, basically saying that he is pretty much the stalker and harasser of his ex that we always say is like the, one of the worst things in society and not protecting women and all that stuff. But the average person we would say that about, but with him, we're just laughing. We're just making jokes about it. But Kim literally could be in real danger by the things that he are doing. He's doing. So why are we like, why do you think we're making a joke out of all of this when it's actually pretty serious? Uh, I would say, I, I would say cause Kanye's kind of the poster boy. I wouldn't say poster boy, but there's a lot been in the media about Kanye, his mental health, and pretty much Kanye being Kanye in general. So I think people see it more of like entertainment because he's an entertainer and that's Kanye being Kanye. And people just don't break it down to see it to like the bare bones of it. It's like you have an ex going crazy, bunch of posts and messages, screenshots and everything on social media about his ex, about his kids and stuff like that. And if you just take a step back and take Kanye out of the equation and take him out of the equation and take what is, I forgot the other dude's name, Kanye called him Pete or something like that. But if you take all the names, yeah, if you take all the names out of the equation and just say it was Joe Schmo off the street, he would be going Kanye crazy saying like, oh, he needs to be locked up, that's harassment, get a restraining order, oh, all types of shit. But like you said, because Kanye, People look at it and go, oh, Kanye being Kanye, Kanye crazy. And some people like siding with Kanye, like, oh, I would do the same thing. I don't see Kanye doing anything wrong. But if that was your boy you've seen come across social media doing something like that, or one of your girlfriend's ex-boyfriends doing that, you'd be calling them crazy and saying, girl, you need to get a restraining order or have them locked up. Thoughts, this? I mean, at the end of the day, like, I don't condone any kind of stalking or harassment to towards females in any shape or form, but to kind of side with what Tills was saying as far as Kanye being a trainer, it's almost too, I was thinking about it. It's like, we've seen Kanye like kind of grow up and progress into this person who's presenting himself as currently. And it's just like, at the basis of it, like I wouldn't think of Kanye to do anything drastic as far as like harming her physically or anything like that. So it's kind of like, in a sense, like he's put out so much content for us to 
kind of dissect and look at. It's like, you know, Kanye ain't going to, at the end of the day, he's not going to do nothing too crazy. Like, this is all that we're going to, so we kind of blow it off. But to side like, it feels like if it was anybody else, it's like, nah, you kind of got to, you know, keep an eye on dude because you don't know which way this is going. And it, it's like kind of living on both sides of the fence. Like he's a entertainer, he's a big famous person. So everybody's kind of like, hey, you know, it ain't the serious thing, but just as quick if it was somebody else, it could be a lot more serious situation and dangerous. Yeah. Um, I, I think a lot of people too, like Kanye, like, oh, Kanye thinks different and Kanye's expressing himself. That's how he expresses himself. Mm-hmm. He's always like that and fast and stuff like that. But like, again, you wouldn't say that about the regular dude off the street talking like that by his ex on the on the internet. Right. You and even like, oh, that, like, I mean, to cut you over, even saying that, like, for entertainers and how we put them in this light, it's like, for them, in that same situation, for entertainers, it's, oh, it's expression. It's, you know, them showing them, you know, what, it's expressing themselves and getting their feelings out and trying to show you the inside of what they really going through, yet, the flip side of it is like, no, dude is really, something's really wrong and we got to really sit down and address it and call it out for what it is. Because when you do that, that's how you can hopefully prevent something else from happening. Because not only is he being an entertainer, he's giving us all this content, he's doing everything left and right, but like he's also not giving a playbook for somebody else, but he's giving them this like to say, hey, this is how, oh, if Kanye could do it, then I could go about my own way and doing it the same way. And it's like, nah, dude, you can't because you don't have that privilege of being at that status. Even though he's still doing it the wrong way, he gets that kind of leeway because he's at this level where you're down at this level and it's not going to fly with you down here. Like, you're going to get more serious, whereas Kanye, if you're going to slap him on the wrist and be like, all right, my boy, like, you know, chill out. Let's try to hash it out and go the other way but but at this level you're not gonna get that credence to be doing what he's doing any anywhere oh yeah. I, I would even say i even just just um just the normal joe thought like and like some other like famous people right especially they with, with, the, with a track record of doing that shit too like it's, yeah. it's crazy and it, it's keep going too it's just like it's other ways that it has like he's been the same person he's just been doing it in different forms but the same action and same expressiveness as he's um displaying it's, it's, it's been coming out it's just at a different level at this time so it's now so like you really got to hone in and like all right like we got to fix this and we got to fix it fast because you don't know somebody else is listening out there trying to figure it out and do it their own way that's not the way to do it it's not the way to go about it yeah, and I think it's two parts to it. Like, the way he expresses himself, I don't agree with either, but there's the expression, and then there's also the physical action, like, moving across the street from her. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's not, you can't defend that. That's literally putting yourself in a position so you can literally stalk her mm-hmm. being across the street. Another thing, I, that you made a good point about there being, like, this pass we give them, but I'm sure Tills can kind of speak to this. A lot of crimes are committed by people who might not have a record and they they snap, they do whatever, but nobody mm-hmm. expected that to happen. So we can keep giving them a pass until something actually happens. And then every but everybody's gonna be like, well, we saw the signs, but 
we thought it was Kanye. He was just joking. He would never do anything like that. And that's a dangerous thing. Kanye will do something like that, but just in any scenario, like you said, people think like, oh, he's never done anything in the past. Right. Like most people, no one's a criminal until they're a criminal. So it's like eventually someone does something. It doesn't matter if they've done it in the past. Right. And I saw a lot of, it's like a physical act of like moving across the street from her. Like I've seen a lot of people, I've seen a lot of posts and you're like, oh, you know, that's what I would have did. Like, I want to be closer to my kids. Like, yeah, you can be closer to your kids, but like there's a, there's a, another house down the street that you can go by or, you know, there's ways to set that up. Like you don't got to be right across the street. And then in addition to making threats that's on wax and like <laughs> talking about how you know, beat boy up and do all this other stuff. <laughs> Like you, I was about to say it's a difference. It's the difference between wanting to move and be closer, than that being also associated with all the statements and all the posts and everything you're making it up. Now, if they just said Kanye moved across the street from Kim and no post or anything with that like that, you could easily say like, "Well, he moved closer. He wanted to be close to his kids. He got the money. That must be some. That's some famous shit." Like, all right, bet I'm gonna just move initially it was cool, but then once the other shit started following, it's like, all right, boy, like you. Now you bugging like you can't you can't do that though. Yeah, like if anybody else came on talk about an ex's new boyfriend, talk about something like it's smoke. Wherever you at, it's up. (laughs) You be like, nah, that's a threat to him. Yeah, that's a threat. Like I gotta go to authorities. Like they gotta handle that. Put him the fuck away. (laughs) Like nah, like you gotta go away, bro. Like somebody gotta come in. I think also, like, it's Kanye, but to a certain extent, it's the fact that a lot of people don't like him and a lot of people don't like the Kardashians. So -hmm. they don't treat them as people who should not have to deal with the type of things. They kind of think it's karma. Like, they put a bunch of people through a bunch of stuff. They did a lot of people dirty. They ruined lives. So it's kind of like, okay, well, now you're getting what you're reaping what you're sowing to a certain extent. So I yeah. think people yeah. don't have sympathy for her because of who she is. And that's fine. You don't have to, but at the same time, you still can't be like doing what he's doing. Like it's still it's still wrong, you know. Like you can feel how you feel about that and the family and her and whatever the case may be, but according to law, it's still wrong to be stalking and harassing people. Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> so, I mean, well, um, we got a little bit of time left. We'll move on to one more thing we wanted to talk about. All-Star Weekend was last Trash. weekend. Um, I didn't watch the dunk contest, Trash. but I heard it was like, one of Trash. the worst dunk contests Trash. ever. So, <laughs> what was so bad about the dunk contest? Because I missed it. was my, horrible, bro. It, Everybody missed at least nine or ten dunks before they put it the might, It might have been worse than the dunk contest. Remember they had the stupid wheel where they had to pick dunks? It I'd rather worse that, bro. <laughs> it might have been worse than that. Though. And that I'd rather them spin the wheel like we on Wheel of Fortune than to see that travesty, bro. That, like, I sat up with my daughter watching that. I wasted two hours of my life that I'm never going to get back. And she was having the grandest time on her iPad. And I felt like, like, dude, like, move over. Like, I want to watch the iPad with you because this is trash. Yo, my you think they so crazy, even? Huh? Cream was like, Oh, I said, you seen they show Kareem leaving? Like, yo, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> he left before she even started, bro. This shit was terrible. Oh, his jacket and everything. Like, I've, I've had enough. The only thing that I was 
I guess, slightly happy about was that a Nick won it, but he won it because everybody else missed dunks. <laughs> like, and I'm, he missed eight of them himself. It was horrible. At this point, there's an art, like, there's a clear art <clears throat> equation to how to win the dunk contest. Like, you got you got actual people teaching dunks, people showing you, like, all right, this is how he won this dunk contest. You, It's a known fact. Your dunk automatically going to have like four or five less points if you miss it the first time. So you li- you have to make the first attempt. If that's one thing about dunk contest, you know, you cannot, if you miss the first attempt, you got to do a different dunk. You can't do the same dunk if you miss it the first oh, time. Dunk contest, you have to dunk the ball, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't dunk the ball, there's no dunk contest. Yo, my man from Golden State, he was trying this around. He was trying to put this shit around his back at least nine times, bro. And I'm like, I just, give it up. I just, like, I know you practice these dunk, dunks going into the dunk contest. <laughs> I don't think they you know did, bro. And they just freestyled it? No, they looked a lot of, they looked a, they looked a lot about freestyle, yo. Well, I mean, they, they had the chance to, is what I'm saying. Like, back in the day, it was just kind of like, oh, like you just show up to all third weekend and you start doing dunks. Now they be prepping for months doing these dunk contests. Like the Flight Brothers, they be having people coaching them on dunk contests. For well, months. they need to bring that shit back because what was happening Sunday was a travesty. It didn't look like they had nobody had a game plan. Nobody had like a routine. Like when you look back at like the Vince Carter dunk contest and Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon one, they had a legit routine and a game plan. These niggas was running out there like it was open wreck, and it was just like, like <laughs> let me try to put one down. Like it was, yo, throw it up for me real quick. It was horrible, yo. So, I don't think one dude, one dude didn't even qualify to get to the second round because he just missed, just kept missing dunks. I think it was the kid from Houston, and he got <laughs> fun, but it was like, dude, it's one thing you could jump out the building, but if you can't dunk the ball, like, what are you talking about? Why are you here? Yeah. So they gotta they gotta do something. Yo. I don't know if like I was listening to um somebody and they were saying like yo like for starters just get rid of these bums that are not all stars and try to get all stars to be doing the dunk contest <laughs> on All Star Weekend. It's not I not even about the all stars like some of them dudes could jump. They just you could just tell they didn't practice those dunks. Like you said, they would just thought the freestyle. It was horrible, bro. Yeah, but to your like point about that, and also bringing up uh, to that point, and also bringing up Vince, I just wanted to ask real quick. So part of the problem probably is that we're not getting like the bigger names to do it as much as we did in the past. So there's one guy who everybody has access to the beginning of his career to be in a dunk contest, but never has. I wonder if y'all think at, in any way that's going to be an asterisk on a tiny asterisk on his resume of greatness, and that's LeBron, of course. Is that at all? Because all the greats have done it, whether it be Jordan did it multiple times, Kobe, whether it's Vince. We know Vince from putting his arm in the rim more than a lot of other stuff. Like we know him from that and dunking over dude in the Olympics. If it wasn't for that, he's a great dunker, but that's how we remember him. So is mm. there any asterisks for LeBron continuing to dunk it? Nah, I don't think. Just because, just because the way the dunk contest is now, it's like, oh, well, he didn't do the dunk contest. Like back, like you said, when it was like Jordan and him versus Dominique, like that was a classic dunk contest. Vince Carter's dunk contest was a classic one. 
And I don't know. I don't remember Kobe's too much. No, I can't remember who else was in it. Oh, okay. But that's the but that's um, well not Kobe, but part of the problem is we don't remember him because we don't got the guys in anymore. Like he could have helped to resurrect and keep some of the bigger names. If Brian goes in, other guys are gonna go in the contest. But if Brian's not going, it's like now, but like that year talking about prime Brian. I'm not talking about no, no, no. His prime Brian where he should have went in what year? I think that was oh four or oh five. I think it was four oh five, Brian. I think JR JR Smith was in it. Um, Josh mm-hmm. was in it, and there was one other dude. I can't, I can't think of was that. The year Jr. was what happened? Jr. It was Jr. Josh Smith, and it was one other dude. I can't remember who the other dude was, but it was either that year or the, the next. The, that it was like a two-three year window where he should have been in it, <laughs> and I think that would have been like, all right, like. Like you were saying, like for the other stars in the league, like all right, let me put my name in the hat, and let me let me go do this thing. But, but I, I mean, I'm obviously I feel like that does ding him a little bit, just because you want your stars to perform on the big stage like that. Granted, it's All Star Weekend, it's a little gimmicky, but at the same time, like like Jordan did a couple, like these people who've done it and still had a you know did they thing in a career and still was that entertainer and showstopper for the league. And I feel like there was a three, two, three, maybe even four year window where he could have done it. And people were like lobbying for him to do it. And he just wouldn't do it. Um, Did he ever say like why he didn't want to do something? I mean, I don't think it mattered. Just like, I feel like, I don't know. Like now I wouldn't do this shit. The shit's trash. Like I don't. No, now. Yeah, no. now, but like. I don't know. I don't know if he ever should came up with it, but like I said, I don't think it matters. I feel like he should have. I mean, who am I to say he should have did it? But I would have loved to see him in it and see what because prime Brian that that shit got crazy. Yeah, I, I think it would have been great. He still him. got one of the greatest dunks that never counted. Like nigga grabbed the shit from the opposite side of the backboard during the, like in the middle of somebody calling the timeout, and that nigga coalition. <laughs> Like, <laughs> shit was crazy. Like, everybody's like, yo, you saw that? Like, yeah, like, that shit don't count, though, but, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, but, yeah, before they cut us off, um, good episode. Glad we got to get back in here. Hopefully we get back to all four of us and doing it every week, or at least every other week, so we could just, you know, keep putting content out. Uh, once again, shout out to school. What? They're in brunch time. And yeah. not all Sundays are brunch time. Anywho, right. we're gonna do it during brunch probably again very soon. So you better make yourself available. Yeah, I- <laughs> yeah. Shout out to school, and we will catch uh hopefully next week if Tills is available. All right. So see y'all next week. <laughs>